You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here on Friday, November 29th, 2019, I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving yesterday with the three Fs, family, food, and football. Maybe not necessarily in that order, depending on how much you like your family out there. But, Jay Book, happy Thanksgiving to you. Let's get right into it. Big game tomorrow. How are you feeling? Just What's your vibe when you think about this game tomorrow? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I know a lot of people... Uh, a little nervous, obviously, because of um, the Penn State game, how things kind of played out with the turnovers. But to me, I, when it comes to Michigan, I expect them to uh, definitely give it their all. But I'm feeling very confident in Ohio State's going to roll here. Yeah, the weather, um, I know people are concerned about that. We'll see. Um, you know, things can still change. But uh, last look at the weather, I'm still looking at maybe a wintry mix tomorrow. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, between – Noon and 2, it looks like it could be a wintry mix. And after 2 o'clock in Ann Arbor, uh, maybe some rain. Uh, highs near 40. Could be somewhat windy between 10 and 15 mile-per-hour winds. Um, if the conditions are kind of nasty like that, uh, which team does this help, if any? Yeah, I, I actually think if it's going to be nasty weather, it's going to really hurt Michigan a lot more. And the reason I, I say that is if you look at Michigan's offense over the last couple of weeks, the reason their offense has really exploded – is because of their passing game has, has finally taken off. Over the last two games, Michigan's offense has put up 375 yards on average in the air. Um, and if you look at their rushing attack, it's kind of taking the back seat to their passing game. Michigan's best unit are their wide receivers by far. If you have, uh, you know, winds projected up to 20 miles per hour with rain turning into snow there, that's going to really, really, um, prohibit them from going into the air raid mode that, they, that they've been accustomed to for the last several weeks. So I actually like um, the benefit going to Ohio State if it's bad weather. I know a lot of people have said uh, they want Michigan to play in the phone booth with Ohio State, which can limit Ohio State's speed uh, on the perimeter. But I just think that what Michigan is trying to do offensively now is they are trying to get the ball to those wide receivers. Um, in, in this situation here, Ohio State, they've played in bad weather the last big games, and they have pounded the football on the ground. If you're going to tell me that Michigan is now going to have to play one-dimensional football, which is a Wisconsin style of football, Ohio State is going to smother them. And the thing that you that you want to see, though, is if Ohio State gets up big, that's going to put a lot of pressure on Shea Patterson to have to make those tight throws in bad weather with the predator Chase Young barreling down on him. If you're giving me those type of scenarios, I'm putting my money on Ohio State all day, every day. What's your prediction for a final score? Not to put you on the spot or anything. I'm going to put you on the spot. What's your? Uh, how do you think this game is going to play out, and what's your prediction for a final score? 
I've got Ohio State winning this game 38-21. I just think that uh, the talent is going to really excel here. I don't think Michigan is going to be able to move the ball at will against this Ohio State defense. Um, if Ohio State gets up big, I think it's going to allow this defensive line to really pin their ears back, and you're going to see Chase Young time. Shea Patterson is going to put the ball up for grabs. He's going to make some type of mistakes. Um, I know a lot of people are very concerned about the three fumbles that Ohio State had in the ball security with Justin Fields. To me, that's an anomaly because you haven't seen that all year. That's, that was very uncharacteristic of this Ohio State offense. I, I can say without a doubt that the Ohio State coaches is putting a major, major emphasis um, on ball security. I would be absolutely stunned if we go into back-to-back big games and ball security is a is a major issue for Ohio State. I just think it, the opportunity presents itself that if the Buckeyes get up on this game, it could be a situation where Michigan is going to be in a lot of trouble. If you watch that Penn State game, Ohio State really controlled that game. When Justin Fields fumbled there on the on the going into the end zone to make it fourteen nothing, this game was at a potential point to where it could have been an absolute route. I had said at the time that right now, that if you kind of eliminate some of the self-inflicted wounds, that game should have been about 35-42 nothing Ohio State. Penn State was really, really struggling. Uh, for Michigan, they're going to have to rely on Ohio State self-inflicted wounds. If Ohio State can just protect the football, I think they will definitely get out of there with a win running away. I like your score prediction, 38-21. You have the Buckeyes winning a little bit more than I do. I have them winning you know, somewhat comfortably as well. 28-14, I think this is going to be low scoring um, because of the weather. I do think that's going to affect things. And uh, I just think Ohio State has the advantage in the trenches on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, I just uh, And Michigan is no joke in the trenches on either side of the ball, but I just feel like Ohio State has the advantage there. We'll see what happens. Um, Justin Fields, are you concerned at all about his health? status. I, I assume he wouldn't be going through the, as you posted on Twitter earlier in the week, I assume he wouldn't be uh, uh, you know, going through the, the band practice, the marching band practice as the players do every year, Michigan week, if he had a broken thumb. Um, but uh, you know, I'm sure he's sore, like most players are. Just what are you hearing? What do you, how do you feel like uh, you know, Justin Fields is going to be uh, health-wise for this game tomorrow? Yeah, anytime you, you have a physical match against a top-10 team like in Penn State, your body's going to take a little bit of time to recover. I have said all year that that Penn State right before Michigan game, that's going to be uh, a grit your teeth type of moment here for this football program because anytime you're playing Penn State, it's going to be a hard hitting affair. I mean, as for we, I think we dodged a bullet there um, at the end of the game when Justin Fields went down and he uh, ended up popping back up. I mean, I almost got sick to my stomach there and was screaming. What in the world are you doing, Ryan? Day? just run the bar, kick the field goal, and get out of here. Um, but nonetheless, it looks like he's healthy. He's going to be ready to go. Um, I think he's going to be fine. I would like to see less carries from him. I don't think that you're going to be in a situation up in here in Michigan that you're going to have to uh, – that you're going to be able to run the football 75% of the time like they did against Penn State and expect to really – um, you know, blow this team out. Michigan and Don Brown's defense, you know, dial them up with the crossing routes until they prove that they can actually stop it. Um, I know they said that numerous times uh, within the past week that they've been working on some things that Ohio State um, hasn't seen yet, and, and it's 
Also, same with Ohio State. I truly believe that Ohio State played very vanilla against Penn State with that game plan, uh, knowing darn well when it comes to Michigan, it's going to be bombs over Baghdad if weather permitting. So I just think that Justin Fields, as long as he um, can stay upright in the pocket, give him time, limit the amount of uh, quarterback runs in the zone reads, he'll be just fine here. Earlier this week, Ohio State moved to number one in the rankings from number two. They jumped LSU. I was mildly surprised by that. It doesn't matter if they don't take care of business tomorrow, but that was still cool to see them jump LSU. Just your thoughts on that, and were you a little surprised that the Buckeyes jumped LSU? I was really surprised. My my mind frame and thinking going into this was that if Ohio State handles their business against Michigan and in the Big Ten Championship, they will have enough meat on that resume towards the back end of the schedule to take over the number one seed. I didn't. I wasn't thinking that they were going to be able to jump them after that Penn State game. But if you're an Ohio State fan and you're Ohio State, um, you have to feel really good about that because uh, the committee has said Ohio State is the most complete team in the country. You know, I know we, we don't want to see Michigan or Michigan beat Ohio State, but I think that with them being at the number one seed, even if they have a slip-up, they still have a really good opportunity to still be in the playoff as long as they win the Big Ten championship. Um, but that's obviously something we don't want to see. We want to see them go up there and handle their business against Michigan. But I was really happy about that because – this year, it is huge, I mean huge, that you get that number one seed because I, obviously Clemson is playing some of their best football. They're starting to peak at the right time. Uh, Davos Sweeney has kind of flown under the radar, but if you really watch Clemson, they are absolutely annihilating teams right now like they should. After that North Carolina game, Clemson has been on a roar. If you tell me right now who would you rather face in the first round, Georgia, Alabama, or Utah, I'm I'm taking any one of those teams, and I think Ohio State will dog walk any three of those teams. But if you tell me you have to see Clemson in the first round, I'm not afraid of anyone, but that's going to be a heck of a matchup. So I would rather see Ohio State play, you know, Georgia or Alabama or Utah out in Phoenix here um, and, and then have their shot at Clemson in the national championship game. Okay, you already touched on this, but I still want to uh, – ask you about this and have you elaborate on this, even though you pretty much already answered the question. Because um, this question has been asked to me a lot. I've been asking every, you know, people that have been on the show this question. If Ohio State does, God forbid, lose tomorrow, but it's a close game, and then they go on, they, they beat Wisconsin or Minnesota in the Big Ten championship game, and it's not a close game. They win by three scores, let's say. Um, is Ohio State a lock to make the college football playoff in that scenario? I think they're a lot. I mean, look look at Georgia. Georgia's number four in the country, losing to an awful South Carolina team at home. Ohio State has dominated the competition all year. We get to week 12. If they stub their toe against Michigan on the road or against what the playoff committee believes is a top 12 football team, then I think Ohio State will get the benefit of the doubt Obviously, they will need to go into the Big Ten Championship and really um, really put on a high-power a high uh, power display against Minnesota or Wisconsin. But I think if they were to lose to Michigan and still uh, win the Big Ten Championship, they're in there because now you're talking about a Big Ten Championship on their resume, a team that through 13 weeks of the season you deem 
was the most complete football team of the, in the in the in the playoff rankings. And if they had that one stumble, I think that's going to be a, still a better resume than Alabama, who lost at home, who gave up 50 points. Uh, a Utah team that's playing in the Pac-12 that they don't have a lot of respect for. Oklahoma, who's been squeaking by for the last four weeks now. Um, and then you have a Georgia team potentially with two losses. I just think it sets a scenario up where Ohio State will probably drop down to the four seed and still get their shot at LSU. I think you're absolutely right. It would be crazy to make the playoff and perhaps win the national championship during a year where Ohio State would lose to Michigan. But I agree with you. I do think, you know, as long as they would lose in a close game to Michigan and then they would, you know, look good in the Big Ten championship game, I do think Ohio State would still sneak in, which is wild to think about. But let's just hope they just win out. We don't even need to worry about that. Really appreciate Jonah Booker's insights as always. Thank you very much, Jay Book. And thanks to all the listeners out there for tuning into the show. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving tomorrow and hope everyone enjoys the big game tomorrow. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Bye.